Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Moed Katan Daf Chafei. We left off on Daf Chaf Dalal and Beis. We are at the Mishnah on the bottom of the page on Daf Chaf Dalal and Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. We thank him very much for the continued sponsorship. I'm going to have to apologize in advance. It'll be a little bit of a quicker share. I need to run to Pennsylvania this morning to the uh, the uh, the Shasatan Beis Rosh Hashem. So uh, that's this. I, got, I need this to get in. But uh, the, the uh, I see everyone looking like, what do you have? So that's. Uh, so, so uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll just get through the Gemara, Bez Hashem. Um, and uh, okay, so let's begin. We're we're at the mission. We're going to continue discussing what uh, forms of avelus may be done on Moed and may not be done on Moed. A lot of agadita today. The Gemara is going to discuss what happens or what happened when particular chachamim died and they were brought to burial in Eretz Yisrael and the special kavod that uh, that the Ribbono Shalom showed for them by making uh, the 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 teva change uh, and uh, having miraculous things occur on, uh, on their account. We're also going to go through different hespedim that were, st- that were said by uh, certain people when, uh, when, when great Sadiqim died. So the, the Mishnah first tells us at the bottom of Daf Chav Dalet Amnebez Eim Korin V'lochotzen Ve'imavrin Ela Krovav Shel Meis that uh, you are only are Korea a beged for Avelos and you're only Cholitz the Kasef, you only reveal the shoulder in the tearing and you only ma- uh, eat the Sudas Havra uh, for, for the Krovim of the Meis during uh, during during Moed, but all other people that are not chayven avelus should not do kriya. They should not do chalitza sakasef. They should not eat the sudas havra together with the other avelim, uh, other avelim on chalamoed. Ve'in mavrin ella almita zakufa, and you don't feed a sudas. You only feed a sudas havra to those relatives that are allowed to have a sudas havra on chalamoed on a mita zakufa on an upright bed, not like throughout the rest of the year where uh, where you would have the sudas havra uh, on, uh, on on a mita that's ala aret. It's on the ground. You only on the moed. It's because of the cover of the moed. It's only on a mita zakufa. So now the Mishnah had said that the krovim of a mace, the krovim of a of, of a deceased person, are allowed to tear their begadim on chal moed and to expose their shoulders and teeth the Sudas Avra because of the Avelus. The implication is that that's true of any mace. So says the Gemara, Va'afilu Chacham. Is that true even for a Chacham that only the relatives are going to tear Kriya? Va'atanya, doesn't the Brisa tell us, Chacham Shemes Hakol Krovav, that if a Chacham dies, everybody's considered to be a Karov of the Chacham? So the Gemara explains, Hakol Krovav, what do you mean Hakol Krovav? How could you say everybody is a relative? Not everybody is a relative. Ella hakol kikrovav. No, what it means to say is everybody is like a relative. Hakol korin alav, hakol cholzin alav, hakol mavrin alav berchava. Everyone tears kriya. Everyone does chalitza sakasef. Everyone has sudas avra. And apparently, even on chalamoid. I mean, that's why I'm reading according to some rishonim. I mean, not all rishonim agree that all of this is about chalamoid. It just might be about in general whether everybody does all of these things for a chacham. But let's read that way. That we're talking about chalamoid. That uh, so you see that uh, that. Every Everybody, not only the relatives, not only the actual relatives, everybody when a Chacham dies goes, uh, is, is allowed to do these things on Chalamoid. So says, Our Mishnah is talking about someone who's not a Chacham, a regular person died. Okay, but the Adam Kasher, but even if he's just an Adam Kasher, there's a Chiyuv Kriya. Why is it that a person suffers the tragic loss of young children? 
so that he will cry and be misabel for an adam kasher. Says Gemara, does that make any sense? In order to get him in the future to cry over an adam kasher, as if we're taking uh, this payment from him in advance by uh, having him lose his young children. Not future tense, past tense. Because he was not bocha umisabel in the past for an adam kasher shekala bocha misabel adam kasher moch l'al kalavanosav to put a positive spin on it someone who is bocha and misabel when an adam kasher someone who cries and misabel when an adam kasher dies is going to have a mechila savonos bishvul kavod chasalo because of the kavod that he did for the adam kasher so you see that there's a mitzvah to be misabel in every adam kasher even if he's not your relative and our mishnah says that only the relatives are allowed to be misabel in such a way says the gemara. You're right. Delav Adam Kasheru. Our mission is talking about a person who's not an Adam Kasher. But Enochinami, an Adam Kasher who dies, everyone is, has to be misabel on him, even on Chalamoi. Says If he stands there at the time of Yitzias Neshama, when the person dies, he should still have to be Korea, for, uh, even if the person is not an Adam Kasher, and even on Chalamoi. Detanya, because the price it tells us, Rabbi Shimber Elazar Almera, Omid Alameis. If a person is standing next to a mace at the time of the Yitzhak Neshama, he has to tear Kriya. Because we compare this to a Sefer Torah to, that, that, that gets burnt because the Torah is called a Ner, Kiner Mitzvah, Vitorah Ar, and the Neshama of a person is called a Ner, Ner Hashem, Nishmas Adam. So he has to tear Kriya on a Sefer Torah that gets burnt, and similarly, he has to tear, uh, tear Kriya on a Neshama that, uh, that is. That, that leaves the body. Uh, so it turns out, so someone who's there at the time of Vitzias Neshama has to tear Kriya no matter who the person was. Every Jewish person is considered to be a Sefer Torah, even if he's not your relative, even if he's not a Chachm, even if he's not an Adam Kasher. So how come our Mishnah says that only the Krovim are uh, allowed to be knowing these new Hugeavelos? Says, Our Mishnah is talking about where you weren't standing there at the time of Vitzias Neshama, but in Chinami, if you were there at the time of Vitzias Neshama, then you would tear Kriya. Even now the Gemara brings a Misa related to tearing Kriya about Anachacham Shemes. So when Rav Safra passed away, so Lo Karu Rabbanan Alei, the Rabbanan didn't tear Kriya uh, in, uh, as a sign of Avelus. So Amri, the Chum said, we're not tearing Kriya because Lo Garminan Minei. We didn't learn Torah from him. The Chi of Kriya is only on those who uh, who learn Torah from him, those who are his Talmidim. So Amri, Abayi, Abayi said to the Chacham, Mi Tanya Harab Shemes, Chacham Shemes Tanya. It doesn't say that if uh, if your Rebbe dies, it says if a Chacham dies that you tear Kriya. So why would you think not to tear Kriya? And not only that, but Ode, Kol Madrasha. And furthermore, you do learn Torah from him. His teachings are taught every single day in the in the base Madrash. So he's considered like he is considered like your Rebbe. So even Lishitaschem, that it's only on a Rebbe, he is your Rebbe and your Chayev to tear Kriya. The Maram Rutenberg is quoted in the Rush over here that the din of Chacham Shemes, Hakol Krovov, is only by a Chacham that that uh, people know of his chidushe Torah, but if they don't know his chidushim, and he's not your Rebbe, then in Chinami, this chi of Kriya doesn't, uh, doesn't apply. And his raya is from the fact that Abaye, after the, the, he's medayik, that, that it says chacham shemes, that he says, and also Rav Safra's Torah is taught every day in the base Medrash. So the Rush disagrees with the Rambam. He says, Abaye first asked that it says chacham shemes and not harav shemes. So therefore you see right away that even if he's just a chacham, you have to tear Kriya. He's just adding, afilu l'shitas chacham. 
Tascha, but not that I paskin like she Tascha. I paskin like my Shita, that it's a, that any Chacham Shemes. So there's Machlok, it's Rosh and Ram Rutenberg, whether it's uh, someone whose teachings are not known in the base Medrash and he's not your Rebbe, whether you tear Kriya for him. So Savar Maida Hava Hava. So the Chachamim, who had not yet torn Kriya, thought, okay, so we, now we learned a lesson, but it's too late. We didn't tear Kriya at the time that we heard of his Petira. So Amul Abaye corrected them. He said, Tanina, Chacham Kolzman Shoskim Dehaspid, Chayav in the Kroa. That a Kolzman that they're Osik in the Haspid, you have to tear Kriya. It's still the Zman of Kriya. It's still like a Shaschimum. So Savar the Mikroli Alter, they wanted to tear Kriya right away, even without saying a Haspid. Amul Abaye, Tanya Chacham Kavod No, the Iker Kavod of the Chacham is during the Haspid, so you should be Korea at the time of the Haspid. So don't be Korea now, but you're still not too late. When they say more Haspidim, then you could be Korea again. So the Gemara tells us what happened when Rav Huna died. When Rav Huna had Yitzias Neshama, when he was Nifter, the Talmidim wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his Mita to say, you know, as if to make a symbolic gesture that that this uh, person was in total fulfillment of everything it says in the uh, in, 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 in this uh, that everything it says in this Sefer Torah. The Gemara Masechus Baba Kama Daf Yudzayin says he put a Sefer Torah on a Mita of a mace, but you don't uh, you say Rashi and the Rif and the Rif say that they wanted to put a Sefer Torah on Mitaso of Rav Huna because of Kvoda, meaning uh, but even though you're not allowed to say it because it's uh, you don't want to uh, um, you know uh, you don't want to take the risk that uh, it's going to be a Kitrug on him, but uh, at least to make a symbolic gesture. So Amulu Rav Chisra Rav Chisra said to the Talmidim Rav Huna something that he didn't hold of in his lifetime now that he's dead you're going to do it to him Rav Huna held you're not supposed to put a Sefer Torah on a Mitah I saw Rav Huna wanted to sit on a bed once and there was a Sefer Torah there so he took a Kli and he turned it upside down and he put the Sefer Torah on that Kli because he refused to sit on the same bed that the Sefer Torah was on so now when, now that he's dead you're going to put him on the same bed that the Sefer Torah is on uh, you see that he holds that you're not allowed to sit on the mita that the Sefer Torah is placed on. So uh, c- continuing the story, what happened after Rav Huna died? So now they didn't put a Sefer Torah on his mita. But the, the the bed that he was on was not able to fit through the doorway because the doorway was very narrow. So they didn't know how to get him out. So they wanted to take him through the roof uh, and take him out that way. So didn't we learn from Rav Huna that the proper kavod of a chacham is to take him out derech ha-pesach. So, uh, so you can't take him out derech ha-gag. So, so they said, okay, let's bring him to a narrower uh, coffin, a narrower bed, and we'll bring him out on a narrower bed instead of uh, on a wide one that's not going to fit through the door. No, remember, we learned from Rav Huna that the yikru kavod of a chacham is on that first mita that he dies on, so you're not supposed to move him. How do I know that the kavod is the ikr kavod is in the mita Because it says by the agala that David brought the Aron Hashem uh, from Beis Avinadav back uh, they brought the Aron back on it says that the Agola Chadasha that the Plishtim sent the Aron Hashem on David brought uh, from the house of Avinadav to Ir David and they didn't bring it they didn't put it on a different wagon so you see it's not the Derech Kavod to be metaltal the Aron from one wagon to another so the same is true of a Chacham Shmei so here's the second time in today's daf where we compare a Chacham to a Sefer Torah or to, uh, to, to an Aron 
which represents the Sefer Torah. A little Dafyomi coincidence after reading about the Aron uh, yesterday in the parsha. So a little bit about the Aron. So uh, so it's not the Derech Kavod to move him from Mita Lamita. So Parus Bava Va'afkua. So what they did is they just widened the doorway. They broke open the doorway a little bit further in order to take Rafuna out, since the other two Eitzes that they thought of were not uh, appropriate considering Rafuna's own teachings. So Paschale Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba started his Hespid for Rafuna, and he said, that he really deserved he was such a gadol but since he lived in Babel the Shechina is not so he was not because he lived in had he lived in Eretz Yisrael he was a Bal Madrega that he deserved a sense of Hashra so someone asked but doesn't the Pasuk say in the first chapter of Yechezkel so you see that the Shechina was Shora even in Chutz La'aretz, in Eretz Kazdim. So how can you say the Shechina is not Shora in uh, Chutz La'aretz? You see Yecheskel Anavi got Nevua in Chutz La'aretz. That's why Chazal compare him in Masech's Chagiga, we'll learn soon. Chazal compare uh, Yecheskel to a villager as opposed to Yeshayo who's compared to a city dweller. Yeshayo is a city dweller because he was Misnavi in Eretz Yisrael whereas uh, Yecheskel was in Chutz La'aretz. So it's Ke'ilu, a spiritual village, a spiritual tiny, you know, backward uh, village that he uh, that he received uh, Nevua in, but he had Ashra Sashchina. So Tavachle Avua Bisandale. So Rav Chista, his his father, uh, tapped him on the on the shoes quietly, um, so that people shouldn't uh, shouldn't hear this around the bed of Ravuna. Amalei Rav Chista said, Lava Minu Lachalotitrudalma. Didn't I tell you not to bother people with kashas because it's an easy answer. My Hayo Shahayakvar. What does the pasuk mean when it says Hayo Hayo? That it means that Dafka uh, when you already had Hashra Sashchina. Even that, that, that Davka at that time they already they had Ashras Hashchina Chutzlaretz, but not at other times. Meaning that's why it says that when the Navi reports that Yecheskel had Ashras Hashchina, says, "Oh yeah, in, in times past there was Ashras Hashchina in Chutzlaretz for Yecheskel, but uh, Rav Huna couldn't have Ashras Hashchina because he lived in Chutzlaretz. Because in these times we don't have Ashras Hashchina in uh, in 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 Chutzlaretz. Uh, other that's how Rashi understands. Uh, Rashi also suggests a different interpretation, and the Ran suggests that it was that Shahaya Kvar means that he already had Ruach HaKodesh when he was in Eretz Yisrael. So it didn't go away when he went to Chutz Laaretz. But a person can't have an initi- he can't initiate a sense of Ashras HaShchina in Chutz Laaretz. So Yechezkel didn't break the rule. It already happened in Eretz Yisrael and therefore continued only in, uh, in, in, in Chutz Laaretz. Um, and the, the, uh, so that, that's the other interpretation. So the Gemara continues to tell us what happened when they were bringing Rav Huna's Aron to Eretz Yisrael. Ki when they brought Rafuna to burial in Eretz Yisrael, um, so, because apparently that's a maila to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, they told Rabbi Amin and Rabbi Asi, who were already in Eretz Yisrael, Ravuna Asi. They just said Ravuna's coming. Now, there was no form of uh, immediate communication, so Rabbi Amin and Rabbi had no idea that Ravuna was dead. They thought Ravuna was coming. So Amru, they said, when we were in Baba we couldn't even lift up our head because of Busha. He knew so much more than us. We weren't able to have any so now that we came here, we were able to be big rabbanim. So now he's going to come, and we're going to be out of a job. So Ben Yehuda says that they were nervous that they weren't going to be able to be mashbia. That they thought their tafkid was to be mashbia on Klal Yisrael, and they were going to be out of. They're not going to be able to have such hashba. So they said, no, no, Aronaba. He's not. His, his Aron is coming. Meaning he's coming for burial. Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Nafuk. Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi went out to be malavim. Rabbi Yilav, Rabbi Chanina, Lo Nafuk. Rabbi Yilav and Rabbi Chanina did not go out to be malavim. Others 
say Rabbi Ila Nafuk, Rabbi Hanina Lo Nafuk. Rabbi Ila did go out, but Rabbi Hanina did not. The Nafuk my time. Why would one yes go out? Titania Aron over Makom Makom. If an Aron is going from one place to another, it's as if the uh, uh, the the mace was niftar on that day. And if there was one of the krovim that are royal lisabel love, you would be knowing call me neavelus. So Omdim love b'shura va'omr love birchas avelim b'tanchume avelim. Meaning even when the person didn't die that day, but the Aron is traveling, so the Aron arrives in Eretz Yisrael. So you do all of the things that you would normally do when uh, when you would have a regular funeral. To lo nafak my time. So why didn't the the one who didn't go out, the one who chose not to go greet the Aron of Rafuna, what was his logic? The Tanya Aron of Makom Makom. He held that when an Aaron goes from one place to another, it's not treated the same. You don't uh, do all the normal things that you would do at a funeral. Well, Kashin Hadadi, isn't it a stira between the two Bryces? One Brysa says yes, the other Brysa says no. One Brysa says that you're Yotse for an Aaron over Makum Makum. You're Omid Bishuri, Mervarik Bersavelim, you're Menachem Avelim. And the other Brysa says you don't do any of those things. Lo Kasha, Kansha, Shildo Kayamas, Kan Kishain, Bishain, Shildo Kayamas. That the Bryce that says that your Yodse for the Aron that's over Makam Makam is talking about that the uh the skeleton is still intact, where the body is still intact. Whereas the Bryce that says you're not Yotze is talking about when the mace is not still intact, that all the bones have fallen apart. For Rafuna Shildukayamasava and Rafuna, his uh, body was still intact. The Lonafik and the one that the Lonafik, the one that wouldn't go out to be Malava, didn't realize that. He thought that the, it was not Shildukayamas, but had he realized that it was Shildukayamas, he too would have gone out, because that's in fact the halacha. So the Mar brings the what happened when they tried to bury Rafuna. So Amri Hechadinche. So the Khum said where should we bury him? So Rafuna rebates Torah Yisrael. They figured Rafuna was a big Marbitz Torah in Klal Yisrael. He had so many Talmidim. And Rabbi Chir rebates Torah Yisrael. And Rabbi Chir was also a big Marbitz Torah in Klal Yisrael. That uh, Rabbi Chir was the one that uh, that said that he was Gorim Shlotishtakach Torah Yisrael in Gesugim HaMetziah Daph That he'd make it that Klal Yisrael would never forget the Torah because he would, uh, you know, kill all the deer then make the hides and, uh, you know, and uh, write the Sifrei Torah and teach the children the Chumashim that they will teach each other, you know, he had a whole uh, mahalich about uh, making sure that Klal Yisrael would never forget the Torah. So he was a great Marbitz Torah in Klal Yisrael. So it makes sense to put them next to each other in general. That's what you're supposed to do. That people of similar madregos should be uh, should be buried near each other. That's why the Gemara Sanhedrin tells us that the Chayavei Skila and Srefa are not buried in the same cemetery as the Chayavei Harag and Chanak. Because Chayavei Skila and Srefa are bigger Rishayim than Chayavei Harag and Chanak. And you try to put people on similar spiritual levels near each other. That's why in some cemeteries you have like a chelik harabanim where dafka the rabbanim are buried in that part because the assumptions are basically roughly on the same spiritual level. Many cemeteries are different. Uh, you, have, you have sections for shuls because most of the people in the same shul are generally on the same rough spiritual level. So man ma'ayele, so who should be the one to bring Rafuna's Aaron next to uh, Rabbi Chia? So Amalu Rav Chana, so Rav Chana said to the Chachamim, Anom ma'ayalnele, I'll bring him into the Kavura next to uh, Rabbi Chia. I was just reading a Maisa that when Rav Baruch Ber uh, passed away. He uh, he Dafka insisted he wanted to be buried next to his father, which is interesting. He didn't want to be buried next to Reb Chaim. He, I guess he felt unworthy. He probably felt the bill wasn't. I don't know. I don't know where Reb Chaim was buried. Maybe he wasn't anywhere near there. But he wanted to be buried next to his father. The problem was there were seventy thousand graves in the cemetery. There was not a single inch of space that was open in the cemetery, and uh, they couldn't find any place. But uh, they asked Reb Chaim what to do. He said that he asked to be buried in the next to his father. He got to find a place to bury him next to his father. 
So there was a path next to his father, and they and they buried him at perpendicular, like all the graves went in one direction, and they buried Rav Baruch Ber in the in the other direction. And they didn't even have time to set up a matzeva. They quickly uh, covered it with cement, and then the Nazis came, and everything uh, was uh, was destroyed. And for years, Rav Baruch Ber never even had a kamsa. They never had a matzeva, and they lost the kev- they didn't know where the kever was. The whole cemetery was raised over and poured over with cement. And then, like just a few years ago, seventy-five years after, or seventy years after Rav Baruch Ber died, they did a, they found it. And the way they found it, because he was the only kever. They, they dug they dug up the whole cemetery and they found the one kever that was going in the other direction. They knew that that was Rabbi Ber because they had some old people who remembered that Misa and they finally, finally had a Kamasa Matseva 75 years after he died. A remarkable story. I mean, there's more to the story, but not for right now. So, so Amalu Rav Chagas, Rav Chagas said, I'll bring him to Kfura by Rabbi Chiyadu. And why am I such a tzaddik? Why am I Zocha to bring Rafuna to, to Kfura? Because I, I, even though Ben Shmona you're supposed to get married when you're 18 years old because that's when the hurum will get out of control. I continued to learn Torah when I was 18 years old and I never became a Balkari. I never had, a, I never saw Sheikh Vazara. So I'm a Kadosh Vatahar. Plus, I was Meshamesh Rafuna, so I knew all of his uh, Hanhagos, all of his Sitkos. One day his Tfilin flipped around, the Ritzu of his Tfilin flipped around, and the, uh, the, 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 the light side of the Tfilin was outward instead of the, the black side of and he sat 40 fast days for it. This is one of the right, the, the fact that Chazal always talk about when you flip the Ritzua around is one of the Marmakamas they discuss. You know, they sell the Ritzuas that are black on both sides. So, uh, so some, some say it's better. So your Ritzuas are never backwards because no matter what, you always have. But you, others say, well, you see from Chazal, they didn't do that, but they couldn't think of the Chachma to make it black on, uh, on both sides. So apparently there's a Masara not to do that. So that's a question whether that's better or worse or uh, doesn't make a difference. It's kosher for sure, but it's shaila that's better or worse. So Aile, so they brought Rav uh, Rav Chaga brought the Aron of Ravuna near Rabbi Chia. Have a gun Yehuda mimine davo v'chizkia mismalei. Rabbi Yehuda and Chizkia were on the two sides of Rabbi Chia, uh, buried on the two sides of him. So Amle Yehuda Chizkia. So the deceased Yehuda said to the deceased Chizkia, "Kum mituchtech to lava recharet to come Ravuna. Get up! It's not proper that we uh, that, that Ravuna is coming. Bahadei to come come bahadei amudu dinora. So when they got up, the covered Ravuna, a pillar of fire arose uh, with them. Chazi Rav Chaga Ivis. Rav Chaga saw that and he got very frightened. Zak Arune, so he picked up the iron of Ravuna to sort of shield himself. Navakasa, and he ran out of there. And the only reason he didn't get consumed by that fire and he wasn't damaged, he wasn't hurt, was because he lifted up the iron of Ravuna and the Aish was not able to pass by there. When Rav Chista passed away, they wanted to put a Sefer Torah in his bed as well. Something that his own Rebbe didn't hold up. We're going to do for him. Agav, the, the post can point out the Tazris, the, 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 there's Yushami that says, that the reason you stand up when there's a levaya is not for the mace, but it's for the nosea mace. Because the people who are nosea mace are carrying the uh, coffin, they're doing a mitzvah, and you stand up for us a mitzvah, just like by Bikurim, we stand up for us a mitzvah. That's how some of the Achronim explain why we stand up during Vayivarach Tavid, is because people have a minute to give tzedakah at that time, so you're standing up for the Osei mitzvah. So people stand up when uh, Chasan Kala walked down the aisle, they're standing up for the Osei mitzvah, not for, uh, for anything else. But uh, they point out from this Gemara that they were standing up for Afuna, the Taz raises the Kasha. They were standing up 
for the for the deceased, not for the person carrying the deceased. It says beferish that you and Chizkiyah were standing up for the uh, for the deceased. So the Taz suggests maybe if the deceased is such a tamal chacham like Ravuna, maybe that's different. But anyway, so when Rav Chista died, they also wanted to put a safer Torah in his bed. They said no, Rav Chista's Rebbe was Ravuna, and Ravuna held you not allowed to do that. So the Talmudim of Rav Chista thought not to sew up the tear of their clothing when they tore kriyos. Once they uh, turn away from the mita shalom, they could uh, mend the tear. When Rabbi Ravun and Rav Nuna passed away, they brought them from to Kavura from Babel Tarsral. When they got to a narrow bridge where they weren't able to pass with the two uh, mitos zebitzadze, one next to the other, and one had to go in front of the other. Kamugamli, the gemalim stood uh, in their place. The gemalim that were carrying their mitos stood in their place, and they wouldn't go anymore. So a certain uh, Yishmaeli, a certain Arab merchant said, my hi, what's going on over here? Why did the Gemalim stop? So Amulei, they responded, it's the Niftarim, the two Chachamim that are each honoring the other one. Each one's waiting for the other to go first. Each one is saying, you go first, you go first. So the, uh, the, the uh, Arab merchant said, Rabbi Arafuna should be the one uh, should go, that uh, should go first because he's a Chacham Ben Chacham, right? He's Rabbi Barhuna. So Chal of Gamle Drab Barhuna, the Gamle of Rab Barhuna went first. Nasur Kichevishine de Utaya. And that Arab merchant's teeth fell out um, uh, the, uh, because he was Mevaza Rafamnuna by making that determination that Rafamnuna's Mita should not go first. Pasachle Huyanuka. So a young person started to say, Hasbid Geza Yashishim, the offspring of Gedolim. Rabbi Barhuna was a Geza Yashishim, the offspring of, of Gedolim, the child of Ravuna. Olami Bavl has arrived from Bavl, the Imo Sefer Mulchamos. And he has a Sefer Mechamos, meaning the Mecham Toshel Torah, he has Sefer Torah with him, uh, meaning the Sefer Torah that's with him is Rav Hamnuna. The other guy was uh, was all walking Sefer Torah when he was alive. So he has a Sefer Torah with him. This is the third time in today's daf that a uh, deceased person is compared to a Sefer Torah, that a human being, a Jew, is compared to a Sefer Torah. Kas v'kipot huchbalu. So the, the cl- double klala is coming to the world. Liros b'shod v'shev rabami shinar. To see the Levaya of Rabbi Ravuna and Rav Hamnuna that were both Niftar and Bavel. So got angry at his world and he took away these two special nefashos and he's a mesameach in their arrival in Shemayim like a kala chadasha and the rochev baruch is overjoyed in greeting these special neshamos up in Shemayim when Ravina passed away the hesped was that these uh, great tomorrow uh, these uh, have have reached uh, to uh, to like a tzaddik that is nimshal like a tamar that only has one lave. So too uh, tzaddik is only lave echad aviv shabashmayim nasim leilus kiyam malmesim leilus kiyam. And therefore we have to make our nights like daytime in terms of hespedim. We have to give hespedim all through the night, just like these people were nasim leilus kiyam, just like they made their daytime like night. Uh, so uh, their nighttime like day in their learning Torah. Amalei Ravashi the Bar Kipuk Ravashi said uh, Ravashi asked Bar Kipuk who was a saptan. Hahu Yoma, that day that, uh, that that I die, he said, my Amrit, what are they going to say in the Hesped that they say for me when I die? So Amalei, Amina, Imbarazim, Nafla, Shalheves, that's it is what they'll say in the Hesped. If the fire will be seen by a tzaddik, which is like an Erez, and it will burn in my Yasue Kir. So what's going to happen with the regular people, the low life, the regular people, that the fire won't consume them? Meaning if uh, Rav Ashi, which is like an Erez, was taken to the Olam Ha'emes, what's going to be left with the Ezuve Akir? 
with all the regular people. And another mashal, Luvyasan Mechaka Ho'ala, Mayasu Dage Rakak. If the Luvyasan, which is considered to be a... Uh, zoom cut out. If the Luvyasan, which, uh, which is this giant uh, fish, is going, to be, uh, is going to be affected by the, uh, by, by, by the waves or whatever, is going to be damaged. So what are the regular fish going to do? B'nachal Shotef, Nafla Chaka, Mayasu may gave him. And if... Uh, if if uh, a uh, if if the the heavy and uh, intense streams of water are going to be impacted, what would regular calm waters uh, be like? So Amalei uh, Baravin, so Baravin responded. He was a saptam to Barke. You shouldn't compare tzadikim to, uh, to to burning of a fire and to uh, and, and to these things being ruined in, in any way. My Amrit, so what do you say, what should you say in the Hespid? Amina b'chula avelim v'lola aveda. That we say that we should cry for the avelim, but not for the aveda, not for the person who died. Shehila manucha vanula anacha. Meaning when a tzaddik dies, don't worry about the tzaddik, he's in a better place, he's actually doing okay. What you worry about is the avelim, the people who are left behind, they're the ones that are in fact suffering. Chalash daite alayu, so Rav Ashi got upset about this, the ishapuch barayu. And because of that, uh, the, uh, the, the their, their feet were, were turned were, were messed up for saying this for upsetting Ravashi that day the Ravashi died they didn't come to be masked him because they had this problem with their feet they weren't able to be masked anymore and that's what Ravashi said that uh, sorry I'm just trying to fix the zoom here um that that's why still some people here. Okay, sorry about that, Zoomers. Um, that's what they said, that Lobar Lobar that Ravashi said about Ameymar, that someone who walks on the backs of his feet is not able to do Chalitza. Bar Kippuk and Bar Avin were not rotly for Chalitza because they suffered this foot problem because of this Misa that happened. So Rava Kiava Asala Diglas, when Rava reached uh, the river, the Chidekel River, which is a dangerous place, Amle Lebar Avin Kum Ema Milsa. So Rava said to Bar Avin, Go and Davin, Kaiva Amar. So he got up and he Davin, Bo Rov Shlishis Bamayim. Uh, that Rava, who's like a rove of Klal Yisrael, which is called Shlishis, should be able to come through the waters. So uh, you should have Rachmanus and save us, even though we were like an Isha Sotami Baila, even though we didn't behave properly. Um, don't uh, punish us and don't abandon us like the Me'amarim punished uh, the Isha Sota who's Nivdekes by the Me'amarim. And Isha Sota. I'm on mute. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay, so uh, sorry about all the complications here. So that that uh, that uh, like an like an isha sota who's nivdekas with the meimarim. So Baravin was uh, trying to say in his tefila to be mavakesh that even though we've done all these averos, we shouldn't be punished like a sota is punished for her misdeeds. So uh, the Gemara continues to skip the parentheses. Rabbi Chanan chasnei de benasiyahava. Rabbi Chanan was a son-in-law of the base hanasi. Lokahavale bani, and he didn't have children. So bayrach mevahavale. So he davin. Uh, to be able to have children. This is a Tafiyomi coincidence. Today's the Shasathan for a time. It's a tremendous event for an organization for uh, for people who struggle with fertility issues. So here the Gemara talks about he didn't have children, and they davened, and they davened, and they finally had a child, but unfortunately this story did not have a happy ending. The very day his child was born, he died. So the Masbid said about him, the Simcha of the Leda turned into sadness. Sasun that the Sasan of the Yomamila is together with the Yagon over the Misa. Nidbukud, they've therefore attached to each other. At the 
the time of a simcha, there's this terrible groan of a loss. At the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu granted him this great gift, the child lost his father that, uh, who had davened for him. So, so they called him Chanan, named, named after his father, Rabbi Chanan. This is as difficult today as the day that the sun set in mid-afternoon. That that pasuk is a a reference to the day that Yoshio was killed. So it's a day that's so terrible for Kali Yisrael that the petira of Rabbi Yochanan is as bad as the day that Yoshio was killed. Similarly, when Rabbi Yochanan passed away, Yosef Rabbi Ami, Shiva Ushloshim. Rabbi Ami uh, observed Avelus of Shiva and Avelus of Shloshim. Amar Rabbi Rabbi Ami Diavad Davad. When Rabbi Ami did this to observe Shiva and Shloshim, that was his own business. That was his own chumra. Because Rabbi Yochanan himself had taught that you don't do that. You only observe one day of Avelus. When Rabbi Zeir passed away, Pasuk a certain Sabtan said. Eretz Shinar Shinar Horavialda that Eretz Shinar uh, gave uh, became impregnated and gave birth to Rabbi Zera, meaning he was born in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Tzvi Gidlo Shashua and Eretz Yisrael was Megadel him. Tiveria could say ki because it lost the reason for its existence. It lost its klichemda when uh, Rabbi Zera died. When Rabbi Avo was nifter, Achisa Amudi Dikisrei. Maya, there were uh, the uh, the Amudim, the pillars of Kisri, uh, started pouring out water like tears. To Rabbi Yossi, when Rabbi Yossi passed away, Shafu Tsipuri Dama, the gutters of Tsipuri were filled with blood. To Rabbi Yaakov, Ischamiu When Rabbi Yaakov passed away, the, su- the the stars were seen in the middle of the day as if uh, it were biyamama, uh, as if it were nighttime, because uh, the the uh, who changed the teva that the whole uh, the whole uh, tzura of uh, the way the world runs. Was changed because of the tsar that the world was experiencing. To Rabbi Asi, when Rabbi Asi died, Iakru Kalilana, Hakarish Baruch Hu uprooted trees from their places in order that people should uh, should feel that, uh, that, they, that uh, about the loss of the tzaddik. To Rabbi Chia, when Rabbi Chia passed away, Nechisu Kipi Dinura Mirkia, there were stones of fire that came down Min Hashemayim. To Rabbi Nachim, Rabbi Simai, when Rabbi Nachim, Rabbi Simai died, Ishtod Salmanoya Vahavul Machlotzaya, the the images on the on, on statues. And the images on coins were smoothed out where they didn't have, you couldn't see the, the human image anymore. Because Rabbi Menachem was someone who was a tzaddik who never looked at the tzura of a matbeah. Because, uh, so, the, so when he died, the tzura actually changed. To Rabbi Tanchem Barchia, when Rabbi Tanchem Barchia died, is katsu kol indrataya. All the indratos, which are the, uh, the statues they make for the covenant of kings, all of those were cut down. To Rabbi El Yashiv, when Rabbi El Yashiv died, ichatru shivin machtarta, the ganavim. In Arda. The Ganovim had to dig 70 tunnels to hide in in Arda, because as long as he was alive, his Zuchus protected them that, uh, that, uh, that, that there shouldn't be Ganovim in his city, and now the Ganovim are, uh, are, 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 are running rampant. To Rav Hamnuna, when Rav Hamnuna died, stones of Barad, of hail, came down from Shemayim to damage, uh, to damage the world because of the loss of the Tzaddikim. To Rabbi Rav Yosef, when Rabbi and Rav Yosef died, 
the parasa adadi. The uh, planks of the bridge uh, were broken and they uh, were, uh, were clacking against each other. When Abai and Rava died, Nashu kipit the diglas adadi. The planks of the bridge over diglas had the same thing. And when Mesharshia died, Ton dikli shiti. The Dekalim, instead of growing tomorrow, instead of growing delicious dates, delicious fruits, instead they uh, they grew only uh, only thorns. Okay, we're going to stop a little early because I do have to get going. Everyone have a wonderful day. Beth Shem will pick up at the Brisa tomorrow morning. And again, my apologies to the Zoomers for all of the technical difficulties this morning. Thank you. Thank you.